a lot of wedges are, they're basically tour player type wedges. And Jaws has done really well for us. We have tons of different options, a lot of players playing it on tour. But when you look at the amateur game, a lot of those players are using Apex irons, using Maverick irons, using Rogue irons, essentially using cavity back type of, of irons. So we wanted to bring a wedge that would blend seamlessly from the iron set into the wedge set, give players a little bit more forgiveness. And we wanted to give them a wedge that was going to really kind of take the guesswork out of their, their short game. And that's what the Mac Daddy CB is all about. This is the Fitting Room Podcast. Here's your host, Nate Adelman. Three weeks in a row now, the last three Fitting Room Podcasts have all been introducing new products. We started a month ago with Big Bertha B21 Woods. That was with uh, my co-host today, Dave Neville. Hello, Dave. Hey, Nate. Good to be with you. And then the week after, we did uh, Big Bertha B21 Irons, brand new super game improvement iron uh, product. Followed by last week, we had a first time uh, guest on here on The Fitting Room, and that was Kim Johnson talking about Big Bertha Reva. So something tells me there's a theme this time of year, which is, you know, the the weather may be cooling down in some parts of the country. Uh, Golf season may be uh, kicking off in some other parts of the country. And that typically means there's some new products to talk about. And Dave, if you're here, that means only one thing. Uh, that means either there's a tour player here, which there's not, because you can see if for anyone watching the YouTube uh, of this podcast, there is no tour player amongst us, which means the only thing left is there's a new product to talk about. It's launch season, Nate. Let's get after it, man. So, Dave, um, why don't you uh, spill the tea here for us? Tell us what is what are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about a new type of wedge, the Mac Daddy CV, which I'm super excited about. And this kind of goes back to uh, when we look at our entire wedge lineup. And when you compare that to the iron lineup, a lot of wedges are, they're basically tour player type wedges. And the Jaws has done really well for us. We have tons of different options, a lot of players playing it um, on, on tour. But when you look at the amateur game, a lot of those players are using Apex irons, using Maverick irons, using Rogue irons, essentially using cavity back type of, of irons. So we wanted to bring a wedge that would blend seamlessly from the iron set into the wedge set, give players a little bit more forgiveness. Not everybody's going to spend hours and hours on their short game the way that you do, Nate. And we wanted to give them a wedge that was going to really kind of take the guesswork out of their, their short game. And that's what the Mac Daddy CB is all about. So sticking with the theme of the season thus far, at least thus far that we've covered on the fitting room, uh, of that game improvement category, that making the game easier to play for people who, who need the help or want the help. So Mac Daddy CB, CB standing for cavity back. Unless you have another name for that, Dave. No, it's a, it's a deep cavity back type of wedge. For sure. So this is a more forgiving wedge. Uh, it's a little bit of a larger footprint, a larger wedge, a bit larger face, wider sole, a bigger top line. We'll get into all of this, but the end goal is that it's a wedge designed to fit with a game improvement set of clubs or a super game improvement set of clubs. Uh, like you mentioned, you know, if someone's a, 20 handicap and they want a uh, super game improvement in irons like the Big Bertha B21, 
why would they be using a, a wedge, which is a scoring club with a sweet spot the size of a dime? And uh, that, that is where uh, the CB wedges come in. So, Dave, why don't you walk us through um, a little bit of, uh, I guess, the des- design philosophy or, or ha- how these clubs are built? Yeah, so you, you first start with the shape itself. And like you said, it's a little bit oversized. And when you, you set it down, you can definitely notice the difference. It's only about 4% bigger than a, a Jaws a wedge. It doesn't seem like much. But when you set it down, you can definitely tell the difference. It has a little bit more uh, offset, a little bit of a, a thicker top line. And then when you look at the back of the wedge, you really see a big difference there. It has a deep, deep cavity back. And it's the first time we've done a cavity back wedge in Callaway and I don't know how many years, uh, you know, maybe 20 plus years since we've had a cavity back um, wedge from Callaway. And what that does is the perimeter weights the wedge. It takes some of the wedge out from the, the center of the wedge and then it spreads it out to the perimeter, just like if you had an apex iron or a maverick um, iron. And that's going to give you more forgiveness, particularly on, on full shots as well, but also around the greens. The size, the shape, that is a good place to start in terms of um, delivering forgiveness. Now, all wedges, I would argue the most critical part of a wedge and why you play a wedge is because of spin and spin control. So how are we looking in terms of grooves, spin, spin control on these wedges? Well, we went with the Jaws groove. So really aggressive a groove there, very sharp edge radius. And one thing that we've done, which is unique in the sand wedge and up, the grooves stretch all the way across the face. So this is really taking something from what we've learned from the PM grind. You put the grooves across the face, people hit it maybe out a little on the toe, um, or if they've, they've opened it up in the bunker or something like that, you're still going to get spin all the way uh, across the face. So that's huge. You've got a Jaws a groove, so really aggressive groove, and then sanding up, you have the grooves across the face. In the lower lofted wedges, we have the traditional score lines, but still using the Jaws groove as well. So what's the thought process behind which, which wedges get uh, the grooves to the end of the toe and which ones have, um, have it in the, in the score lines? We wanted to go sand wedge and up because the, the gap wedge and pitching wedge. So on this lineup, we're going all the way down to 46. So 46, 48, 50, 52 have the traditional type of um, score lines because you're not really opening the face uh, of those. You're using those more as full shots. And part of what this wedge line is all about is we kind of we, we think that people will take gap wedges uh, out, of their, out of their bag, whether that be a G wedge or an A wedge. And they will go to a Mac Daddy CB because they're going to get more control. The turf interaction is going to be outstanding. The feel of these wedges is going to be outstanding. So kept the traditional grooves in the lower lofts and the pitching in the gap. And then we went with the grooves across the face in the, in the sand wedge and lob wedge. And I think uh, that grooves across the face, I mean, th- that was part of what Phil wanted in the PM grind, like you said. And that's where we've seen success in that. When you do open the face, uh, and whether that's in a bunker or whether that's a flop shot or whether that's out of the rough, or if you're playing, you know, on a softer fairway and you're trying to land it soft, when you open the face, the, the club is coming in, uh, leading from uh, on the hosel side and going out to the toe side. So uh, the golf ball, if you look at wear marks on the club for guys that hit a lot of flop shots or open face shots, that wear mark's going to be out towards the toe. So having 
some extra grooves there, having some groove volume where you can take away some of the moisture and some of the grass and all that, it, it makes a big difference when it comes to spin. Absolutely. And, and if we're just being candid with ourselves, you know, there's a lot of people who hit balls out towards the, the toe and they're not opening the face too. So right. it's going to, going to help them um, as well. So you look at it also gives you a lot of confidence because you look at it, you look at the score lines you say, oh, I got grooves uh, across the face. I can almost hit it anywhere in the face and I'm still going to get a spin. And that, that's a big reason why we did it. Now, one of the big stories on the jaws wedges was about soul grind. So talk to me a little bit about uh, the soul grind uh, that we have here on the CB wedge. So one of the big things with this wedge is we wanted to quote play play easy, and that's kind of the line we use: plays easy, bite, bites hard. And so we wanted the soles to be very player friendly. So in the lower lofts, let's start with the lower lofts. We took a lot of what we learned from the apex pitching wedge, a wedge, and even from the maverick in the in the G wedge as well. And that's kind of our starting point for the sole. And it's maybe a little bit wider, but it has a lot of camber, which means it's got roundness to the sole. So on those full shots, you're going to have really good turf interaction. Definitely much wider than if you compared it to the Jaws. Like if you took it up against a Jaws 46 or 48, I mean, I would say it's something like 3X three, three as, as wide. It's very, very noticeable. So a lot more forgiving there. And then in the upper lofts, in the, in the sand and up, you have this modified W sole. So the W sole is our wide sole that we've had in Jaws in, in the past. Definitely got some roundness. It's got some camber to it. It's got plenty of bounce. This is really a sole for players who are hitting mostly square face shots. It's going to be super easy to use out of the bunker. It's not a tour pro type of, of sole. You know, it's very different even than the, the PM grind, not necessarily for low handicappers, but a lot of people struggle around the greens. Um, they're pretty scared about bunker shots or even chip shots around the green. You've got a very generous wide sole. You can play it square. You can hit those chips. You can hit the pitches. And it's money, money out of the bunkers. So th this begs the question uh, somewhat, you know, the, the, in terms of where golfers should be looking to add the CB wedge into the bag. And one of the things we talk about a lot is how do you use the club? So if you use your gap wedge only on full shots, we typically will tell people to extend their iron set to include the gap wedge. If, if that's all you use it for is, is full shots. But if you are using that gap wedge for pitch shots, for bump and runs, maybe long bunker shots, that's when it's time to start looking at a more traditional wedge. So with these wedges, where would you recommend – um, or based on player's usage, where would you recommend starting um, the CB wedge in, in someone's set? That's a great point because the CB wedge is really a little bit different. It kind of goes against the paradigm of, of what we've said in the past. It's like if you were, if you were using those lower lofted uh, wedges to, to chip with, you might want to go to the, the, the jaws, otherwise stick with your, your gamer iron uh, set. Now, this is different because we took a lot of what we learned. I think that's one of the most exciting things about this lineup. It was really a collaboration from our Irons team and our Wedge team and taking a lot of what we learned from Apex and Maverick and bringing that into the, the CB Wedge in the lower lofted irons. So there's a lot of people, if you're going out to get fit, a lot of times you get fit for irons and they kind of like throw in wedges at the last minute. You're getting fit for a game improvement set of irons or even a Bertha uh, a super game improvement set of irons, take a look at the CB wedge, even in the lower loss in the 46, 48, 50, this can be a really, really good pitching or 
or gap wedge uh, for you. What it's going to do is give you a little bit more control uh, versus an, an iron set type of, of wedge. It's going to give you a little bit more spin, really good turf interaction. So I would say players do not be afraid of the lower lofted wedges in this lineup. Yeah, so just taking a look at specs for a second here. So we talked a little bit about the lofts that were available starting at the 46. So if there are golfers out there who just got Maverick irons, um, well, actually, regardless of what set of irons you have, make sure you're looking at the lofts of your irons. But Maverick irons, for example, are some of the stronger irons we make where the pitching wedge is at 41. That's when it makes sense for a gap wedge if you do want to hit bump and runs, go to the 46 in the CB wedge. Mm -hmm. um, and But if you're playing Maverick Max, uh, where the specs are a little bit different, then the next club after the pitching wedge may be the 50 or the 48. Yeah, yeah. So we usually recommend four to six degrees uh, of loft difference. Five is a good number there. So you've got the, the traditional, uh, not the, the, the Maverick, the regular Maverick standards. You have 41, you can go to the 46. If you have the Maverick Max, 43 degree pitching wedge, you can go to the 48. Same with the Apex. Apex has 43 degree pitching wedge. You can start with the, the 48 there, and that could replace your, your A wedge out of the set. And the reason to do that would be that if you want a little more versatility from the standpoint of uh, going through the turf on, on pitch shots, bump and runs, um, uh, you know, like the, the shots that are not full swings, essentially. Yeah, and then on a full swing, you would get more spin. And, and there are some players who want more spin on their, on their gap wedges. Obviously, you know, some better players can suck balls off the, the green, but that's not the case for a lot of players. Maybe if you're a 15 right. handicap, you're, you know, you're struggling to hold some of those greens. You're coming in a little low, not enough spin. Uh, and that's where the Mac Daddy CV is going to be very easy to hit, but it's going to give you a little bit more spin than what you would see in a Maverick, which is a pretty low spin iron, uh, or even in the Apex. So let's compare that just real quick. So let's say someone has Maverick irons. They have the gap wedge, uh, or, or yeah, the, the gap wedge, which is 46, I believe. Um, sorry, the A wedge. There's the A wedge that's 46, the gap wedge is 51. Yeah, so, yeah, P-A-G-S, yeah. So they have the A wedge in, um, in the Maverick Irons, which is at 46. Compare how that 46 is going to play relative to the Mac Daddy CB 46. So the Mac Daddy of, CB 46 is going to have a little bit of a wider sole with, with more camber. So in that sense, in terms of the turf interaction, it's going to be a little bit more forgiving if you're a player that sometimes struggles with a little bat shots, thin shots, that kind of thing, it's going to help in terms of the, the sole. The spin rates from our testing are up. You know, of course, that's going to be player dependent. But with a full right. uh, A wedge, you know, you can see players spin it at 9,000, 10,000 uh, RPM. And with the CB, you know, you might get three, 400 RPM, 500 RPM, depends on the player, more spin. And that's, that's significant in terms of being able to hold greens if you're on the low spin side, if you're already, you know, like producer Tyler and you, you, you know, you got tons of speed, you're spinning the ball um, a lot. The lower lofted Mac daddy CB might not be uh, right for you. Right. And then uh, in terms of uh, launch, would you think that the player would see anything in terms of the trajectory off the club face with a similar type shot? Yeah, our testing has mostly been in the same um, window. You know, it might be half a degree, a degree, but it's not 
a, a massive difference in terms of like much lower launch than say the uh, the Apex A wedge or the G wedge from from the Maverick lineup. Those are pretty much in the in the same window. Like I said, you might get a little bit more uh, spin, and then I would encourage people to test the the turf interaction because different d- definitely different widths of the of the sole there for sure. The biggest watch out, in in my opinion, is checking to make sure what your iron set lofts are and choosing wedges accordingly to make sure you're getting gapping appropriately and making sure you're getting um, a club that is uh, designed to use it the way you want to use it. Those are kind of the two lookouts for me for golfers considering these wedges. Yeah, I know. There's a lot of people out there, maybe not ones who listen to this show, but they kind of think that all pitching wedges are the same loft or all A wedges are the same loft. And I mean, it's all over the map, even if you're um, just exclusively playing Callaway. If you can compare Maverick to Apex, the big, the big Bertha versus, and the Maverick Max um, irons, those are unique and, and different. So it's easy to look up. Just go to the, the website, whether Callaway or another manufacturer, you can look up and see what that loft is of your pitching and your, your gap wedge. And then you kind of know where to start with the Mac Daddy CB uh, with the lowest loft being 46 on the Mac Daddy CB. All right, so let's talk about uh, one of our favorite topics here, which is all the components. So we've talked yep. a lot about the heads, but what about um, – let's, let's, let's just get straight to the most important. What type of ferrules are we using? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, what are we looking at for uh, shafts and grips on these wedges? I'm really excited because I think it's a super premium components package. You know, um, we work with our friends over at KBS and we're bringing the high rev shaft in. That's probably one of the best wedge shafts, if not the best wedge shaft that is out there on the market. One thing that they've introduced is a little bit lighter weight. So a traditional high rev might be 115 to 120 grams. This is a high rev 105, right? So that's available out there in the aftermarket and we put it in as our as our stock shaft. And then we have a graphite option as well, their new high rev G. So it's the graphite version of their, their high rev wedge shaft. And we have uh, a women's offering there as well, a 60 gram um, also. So, and we, we didn't mention it earlier, but we have a full women's lineup here, um, a full women's offering um, as well. I think it's going to be a great wedge for uh, a lot of uh, women in the game. So, the shafts are, are very, very premium, working with KBS on those. And then some really cool story on the grip, which I think you will like, Nate, is the Golf Pride SG1 grip, the, an all-new grip from, from Golf Pride, which is uh, it's an inch longer with kind of a reduced taper. It allows you to choke down. So a lot of players like to choke down for distance control or even choke down around the greens to kind of use that putting stroke. And this really allows you to do that. SG1 grip, really premium grip. I'm excited about that. For the women's grip, we have the, the women's Lampkin sonar grip, which feels amazing. We've used that in the Maverick lineup in the past. So just really very, very premium components. There's no upcharge on the graphite shaft, which I also think is, a, is an awesome deal as well. Yeah, I think it's cool. The, uh, a, couple, a couple comments on that. So uh, the shaft weights, I think, are great because they match up with uh, the majority of the game improvement uh, iron sets and their relative weights. So it'll be slightly heavier. You know, if you have a 95 grams, I think it's like a pretty standard game improvement iron shaft weight. 
and this is at 105 so that's just like a hair heavier which is exactly what we're looking for so that's perfect and then the grip uh i think the the grips that have a little bit longer thicker uh, right hands are awesome around the greens really fantastic for being able to hit touch shots being able to feel like you have a, a good grip on the club it doesn't feel awkward when you're trying to hit touch shots which is I mean, that, that's when you're trying to score. So you want to be, make sure you're comfortable. Everything about this wedge is really premium. Even you were talking about the finish earlier. Beautiful um, brush chrome uh, finish on it. Medallion's really premium. Obviously, the all-new grip, KBS uh, shafts, grooves across the face, jaws groove. I mean, the whole package is just super, super uh, premium. It's at a great price point uh, as well. And there's so many people getting into the game who are new to the game and a game improvement wedge is going to be great for them. Fantastic stuff here. And I think over the last four weeks now, uh, we have really done a nice job, or I guess Callaway and Dave, you have done a really nice job of covering the needs for the golfers for whom making the game fun is most important. You know, hitting good shots is fun and golf is really hard. And sometimes there's a, a, a steep learning curve or, you know, there's a period of frustration before you start seeing consistency and hitting, uh, ha you know, having fun out on the golf course. And so I think the, the, the last four weeks and the products we've covered here on the podcast are, ha have done an excellent job of, of really, you know, putting, putting the, uh, the clubs in the golfer's hands that will really help make the game fun as in that pivotal period when golfers are, are you know, maybe on the fence of whether they're going to stick around or not. Yeah, it's interesting. We just got the, the data for rounds played for uh, July, and it was absolutely off the charts. 74 million rounds played, which is the most ever played in the month of July since they've been uh, recording this over the last uh, you know 20 plus years, which is just amazing. And so many people are getting out there. They're not playing in their club championships. You know, they're not right. playing in U.S. Open qualifiers. They're getting out there with their families. They're getting out there in the evening. They're getting back into the game because they want to get out of the house from this uh, pandemic. They want to be able to practice social distancing outside. And they're out there to have fun, you know. And that was part of what Mr. Callaway was all about. Either Callaway, of course, he's making clubs for tour players and the best players in the world, but also for players who just want to have fun. And that's part of what Mac Daddy CB is all about. Like you said, the Big Bertha lineup uh, as well, you know. People aren't going to take 50 lessons. They want to go out and have fun with their family, go out, be able to hit the ball, get up and down, you know, hit shots around the greens. And that's what we're bringing with the Mac Daddy CB. Uh, excellent stuff, Dave. I'm going to put you a little bit on the spot here and I'm going to say, okay, for those of us for whom we enjoy being tortured out on the golf course and we like making the game a little harder for ourselves, maybe with smaller club, clubs, with smaller sweet spots, um, can you give us a teaser on anything there? You know, like, is there anything you want to share with us? Well, we've been getting a lot of questions, a lot of questions about, hey, you got all this, this game improvement, super game improvement stuff. What about the other end of the spectrum? So just a little, little teaser. I hope to be back in a few weeks on this mm. uh, podcast again with you, Nate. To, to well, depending on the ratings on this, this episode will determine whether or not you'll be back, but um, yes, uh, theoretically, were there to be more products that were coming out for the back end of this year? Dave, we'd love to have you back, and I look forward to those uh, conversations. But thank you for uh, 
enlightening us about the brand new Mac Daddy CB Wedge. Absolutely. Thanks, Nate. Thanks for having me on. And go out, get fit, try it out. Check out the new uh, Big Bertha lineup and check out the new Mac Daddy CB. So if you've got questions about uh, maybe which, ca- which Mac Daddy CB might fit into your bag, there's a bunch of ways that you can get answers on that. Uh, the first one would be Cali Community. Hit us up there. Um, ask any questions on the Fitting Corner thread, and we'll be sure to get you an answer. You can always give us a call as well every Monday night at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. You can call us on our live show that we do on Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio. Ask us a question there on air. We'll answer for you. And, of course, uh, the Callaway uh, Distance Fittings, callawaygolf.com slash distance fitting. And you can spend 30 minutes one-on-one with a Callaway Certified Master Fitter and walk through uh, exactly which, which specs of the CB Wedge will fit in with the rest of your clubs. Um, that's it from us for this week here on the Fitting Room Podcast. Special thanks to our producer, Tyler Sheehan, uh, and producers Jen Turk and Trevor Miglarino as well for making this episode possible. We'll be back next week with more from the Fitting Room Podcast.